All right. Well, according to a Canadian-led study published in the Journal of Current Biology, listen up, men. Males become hypersensitive to pain when put in an environment where they had a previous painful experience, and females don't seem to. Lauren Martin is the uh, lead author on this study. He uh, He's actually the uh, Canadian Research Chair in Translation Pain Research and Assistant Professor of Psychology at the University of Toronto, Mississauga. Lauren, I know you're a busy man, so I appreciate you being with us today. Uh, yeah, no problem. Thanks for uh, for your interest in the story. Well, I think it is kind of interesting because we always have this, you know, men have a higher threshold of pain than women or women have a higher threshold to pain than men because we give birth. And this study not only involved both mice and men, um, but uh, it, it also uh, gave you some very interesting findings to ponder upon. How did you conduct the study? Yeah, so... Um both in in the, in, the, in the mice and in the people, uh, what we do is we we look at heat reactivity to heat, um, and everyone's going to react a little bit differently. Um, but then, what was sort of unique about the study is that we gave a memorable pain experience, or at least what we thought was going to be a memorable pain pain experience, and then we asked people, or we brought the mice back into either that same environment or a completely different environment, and what we found, as we show in the in the in the study, is that men and male mice become much more hypersensitive when they're in that pain memorable environment, whereas the females don't demonstrate any of that. So they anticipated the pain coming back. That's what we believe, and so for the for male mice, and even even for the men, when they revisit that environment, they become stressed. And we believe that that stress is driving this hypersensitivity. So it's almost as though they're revisiting this environment and they're anticipating that painful experience again. You know what I was just thinking of, and it sounds kind of uh, dark, but, you know, I wonder how much that uh, actually when you're dealing with a situation where someone is, you know, we hear about these horrible things that go on in war, uh, but where someone's brought back continuously to a room to get, you know, to be um, interrogated for information uh, you know, just the fact that, you know, you do it long enough and you might get some results. Now, that's, you know, not at all involved with your study, but the anticipation that, you know, just looking at your study and how they they become hypersensitive because they experienced a, a negative experience in that environment before could say something to that. Are you Were you surprised by the results that this didn't happen? You know, it, it was divided among, along gender lines? Yeah, so gender and, and sex differences within the, the pain research community, that's not new. We were surprised to find a, a sex difference in our study in the direction we found it. If anything, and before beginning the study, if you would have asked me, you know, if you're going to find a sex difference, what direction, I would have expected the females to become more sensitive, just given that females are generally more sensitive to pain, and females make up the majority of our chronic pain population. But I would think uh, women have a higher pain threshold because they go through childbirth, or is it the fact that, that we've got so many hormones working for us during uh, childbirth, or at least after, to make us forget about that pain, that that is nullified? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's quite possible, but sex hormones will play, definitely will play a, uh, uh, a big modulatory role in pain perception, um, but there's, there's going to be a big difference in how you react to pain. And I think that's sort of what the study highlights, is that even in the 
chronic pain population, females may be more accepting and willing to put up with a little bit more hmm. uh, pain, whereas men might react a little bit more emotionally. Does this lead uh, credibility to that whole man cold theory? <laughs> um, it could, but I would uh, that that would be a bit of a stretch. I think you suspect that testosterone maybe you know uh, may par- play some part in the results. So. In our study, we do believe testosterone may play um, a role. Uh, so that goes back to the you know modulatory role of sex hormones. And so if we get rid of testosterone in the male mice, we completely lose the effect. Mm. But if we give testosterone to the female mice, they become hypersensitive. Well, that's so interesting. A, yeah, so there is a modulatory role of testosterone. What was the uh, initial on, at least in the mice. What was the initial goal of the study? Why, why did you do this? So, so the initial goal was actually, because we're, we're looking at multiple pain at the same time, um, we, wanted to, and we, we wanted to look at whether or not how the body and the neurobiology of how multiple pain might change our pain processing. And so we found this really interesting hypersensitivity, both in males and females, um, but then we wanted to see how long it persisted. And so we kept on bringing the animals back to the same environment, and the hypersensitivity persisted in the, in the males, but it didn't persist in the females. And the memory came into the picture when we started switching the context on them. Hmm. So on the males, if they go to a context in which they hadn't experienced that really memorable pain experience, then we don't see the effect. Interesting. So uh, hopefully the, you're gonna, the research is to help deal with and find uh, ways to deal with chronic pain. Uh, you know, ultimately, that's the you know that's the goal. Most chronic pain conditions usually arise from an injury, and then the pain persists in the absence of injury. And so, what we're really dealing with, at least with um, with our model, is that yes, there was an injury, um, and then the hypersensitivity is persisting in the absence of that painful, truly painful experience. Interesting. We are measuring the thresholds of the of the mice and of the uh, the people. Well, I really appreciate you giving us a little bit of insight into your study and and, uh, sparing us some time today. Thank you so much. Well, thanks for your interest again. Cheers. Have a great day. Let's do this. Charlie, that really hurt. We're just acknowledging that you did a good thing today getting up out of bed. Oh, sweetheart. Ain't nobody got time for that. All right, Chris, what do you have in Preston's Cuts? I'll start by giving a big thank you to uh, Anson Mount, who plays Captain Christopher Pike in Star Trek Discovery, for liking my tweet oh. of Preston's Cuts from yesterday. At Creston Talks is my Twitter account. Mm-hmm. And uh, good job, Anson, in playing Captain Pike. I liked the first episode last night. And something that else. Has that has nothing to do with the tweet from the no- new actor? Yeah, no, it does. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. I, tweeted, I tweeted the old character. I know, then, but yeah. but him liking your tweet. Him liking the tweet. Did, did that lead to you actually liking being a the show? Bit, yeah. No. Okay. No, I actually liked it. Okay. I, hey, I'm a, I'm a shrewd guy. I would not uh, I would not just hand out my praise that uh, that uh, fairly, but. Uh, I got something. I enjoyed Bird Box. Uh, I, I didn't think it was great, but I thought it was an entertaining couple of hours or mm-hmm. hour and a half or so. But the the memes have been the fun part of Bird Box, and one of them is this great little cut that someone put together, and they called it Big Bird Box. Is it about a big bird? Is it about Big Bird? Is it about Bird Box? Here it is. If you hear something in the woods, you tell me. If you hear something in the water, you tell me. It's me. But you never, ever take off your blindfold. 
people who describe the encounter as this entity that takes on the form of your worst fears. This news just in concerning an eight-foot yellow bird who answers to the name <laughs> Big Bird. We are so f***ing Close the windows. No one's coming for us. Uh-oh. Every contact we have had with the outside has brought us death. Let's sing a song about the number three. One, two, three. Charlie, bring it down. Is anyone out there? Oh. We can tell you how to get, how to get to Sesame Street. Oh, what's with all the birds? <laughs> and the I visuals are great. I will tweet them out at Crescent Talks later on. And I forgot to mention mm. John Malkovich. Awesome in that. Oh, anytime, I was just thinking that. Yeah, anytime he, John Malkovich is in anything, I'm there. Credibility. Right Lends there. credibility to it. Unless he's doing a Russian accent. Yeah, or unless he's playing. Sometimes when he plays the uh, in the period pieces, it gets kind of <laughs> achy. I agree, yeah. Too much. That's not sexy. That's creepy, John.